Hello, hello. This is Tracy Harrell, and welcome to Bigger Than Me. Each week, we focus on how to achieve your definition of success and happiness. On Bigger Than Me, we bring together a combination of ageless wisdom, the latest research, and engaging interviews with amazing people who are sharing their stories to help each of us achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, ladies, let's do this. How are you? How are you today? Amazing. Fantastic. Excellent. So this is Tracy Harrell, and this is Bigger Than Me. And what I'm excited about today is we've talked about a number of books that I am publishing this year. In the next six months, there'll be four books. And I have two, a few ladies on today who are going to talk about one of the books. The first book is called Ignite Happiness. So today we're going to talk about how to welcome joy and pure bliss into your life. I'm outside in my garden. I, I specifically am sitting in the sun for you because I wanted to be close. Look at this. I have a lily. I have a number of lilies, but this is a stargazer lily that is at least, I mean, I'm on a bar stool, so it's at least six feet tall. You can see the, the, the top of it. And it brings me such joy. It's normally uh, sitting outside of my bedroom window. So when you think about choices that we make every day, I decided to place my favorite flower outside of my bedroom window. So every day when I wake up, when it's in bloom, even as it was growing, I was just so excited. So I'm in my garden because anytime I have a chance to just step in nature and watch flowers bloom, birds chirp, anything in nature, it brings me joy. So I'm going to start, ladies, with you each introducing yourself. And I'm going to ask you just one simple question. What brings you joy? We'll start with you, Stacey. What brings you joy? Oh my gosh, conversations like this bring me joy. Just being with like-minded people. Honestly, it sounds so simple, but it is so true when you, because people either give you energy or suck your energy. And so absolutely, this makes me happy. My kids, being present with my kids. I have a nine and a six-year-old. Being present with them and just enjoying a silly game of a Nerf battle is what we did this morning. Um, and that alone to be happier. I, I love it. I love it. Um, but you didn't introduce yourself, oh, Stacey. Tell us, so tell, us, tell us who you are. I know you're just so happy. Tell us who you are. And then I'm actually going to ask you, as a part of the rest of your intro, tell us about this whole Ignite Happiness concept, right? There's 35 women that are igniting happiness. Tell us about this book. What is the purpose of this book? All right. For first of all, my name is Stacey Yates Seller, and I am a happiness hacker. Um, and I am also um, a certified uh, conscious parenting coach. So I like to spend a lot of time with parents and helping them have the best relationship they can with their children. You can find me at happierbytheminute.com and on Instagram, happierbyminute because when I went to get the happier by the minute, someone stole my buy. Um, anyway, uh, so let's see. That Ignite book is absolutely, I. this is my third Ignite book. It's a compilation series like Chicken Soup for the Soul that brings together authors to talk about their Ignite moments. So there's Ignite moments in health and Ignite moments in love. This one was how to ignite your happiness. And so all the authors have come together to talk about their ignite moment, something that happened. It's usually something not so great that ignites <laughs> us. You know, it's usually not at the ice cream store. Um, that has us really rethink where we are and make a change and inspires us. Then something magical happens and that is um igniting your happiness and so all of our our uh, experiences are different all of our lessons are different and yet there's a thread of something that is the same um, there's a lot that's the same and it's an amazing book it's an amazing journey and coming along the journey with us will 100 percent have an impact on anybody's happiness 
I love it. And, and that's really what this is. It is a journey. Nate, let me know if Rachel or uh, Dr. Tart joins. Feel free to just drop them on in and we'll, we'll continue the conversation. I love that. Dr. Tart, you should bring her on then, please. Pop her in. So you guys can see real quick before you bring her in, you can see our, our awesome book, that beautiful blue Ignite Happiness. Uh, the cover changed just recently. It was this deep purple, darker colors. And now it's this bright, energetic, awesome experience. So I think it properly respects the, the positive energy on the inside. So feel free to bring on Dr. Tart as I have Miss Tracy Stone introduce yourself. Who are you and what makes you happy? Hello, lovely Tracy, and to the rest of you here with us today. I'm Tracy Stone. I'm coming from uh, Ireland at the moment. I'm usually coming to anyone from England, but I am happy right now because I'm in Ireland where my parents are, and I've cool. managed to get over here to look after them while my father is poorly. So that's right now making me very happy that, thank God, uh, with coronavirus going on, I finally managed to travel over and be where I'm needed and where I can be of most help. So right now, that's what's making me very, very happy. Um, I, I work as a rapid transformational therapist, a hypnotherapist and a coach. And it is just the most mind-blowing, quite literally, mind-blowing work. I help people to achieve their greatest dreams and their greatest successes to free themselves from limitations of all kinds in as little as one session and to live the mm. life they want. So mm. that brings huge happiness on a daily basis. How lucky can you get? You know what? When you're happy and you can help other people find their bliss, find their joy. That's probably why I've never been happier either. When I, you know, I wrote the story in the book and I have my own uh, individual project that's coming out called Loving the Journey and Living the Dream. It really builds on my happiness story. It gives us a, a much deeper um, experience with that. But to your point, it's like when, you, when you're able to find your personal bliss, it just kind of bleeds over to those around you, right? Like when you do what you love, do what you know you were meant to do, Stacey, you're, you're helping other parents. That's just kind of, it's a passion of yours. You're doing what you love and it makes you happy and you're able to help other people. How, how cool is it? It's the best. It's the best. That's where, when you find your magic, that is what happiness is when you are living your truth and uh, it's, it's magic, it's magic. And it takes a lot of work. So, you know, that's why books like these are really helpful. Um, it takes work and it takes a great supportive community of like-minded people, like I said before. And, um, you know, come join us. It's great. I, I, I love it. So the book is officially going to be published on what date? Let's go ahead and give them some excitement to something to look forward to what's the august 22nd date? august 22nd it'll be coming out we'll be it'll be on amazon august 22nd um it's very exciting so mark your calendars i'm sure that um i think really importantly any one of us if you join any of our websites or our newsletters um all of us will be sending out the information and and the release of the book. So get on any of our um, newsletters and subscribe so that you can find out about them. So. And how do people learn more about Ignite? Because I did have, um, oh, oh, Nate, uh, by the way, we have the one of uh, JB's videos. Remember the one, it's on the uh, spreadsheets? It's on our, our run of show. If you can find that and be ready to play it at some point sooner than later, that would be awesome because I'm going to talk about JB and how wonderful she is and talk about this whole experience. Tell me the name and I can pull it up. It's at the very bottom of the, um, just look for JB Owen. Her name is there and it's Ignite Possibilities, I think. Um, and, and Ignite Possibilities is the next book that I'm in. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's the next project that super wonderful JB is a part of. So when you think about igniting happiness and igniting possibilities, those are pretty much the same. And, and by the way, I still don't see uh, Dr. Tart. Um, yeah, I'm here. I think oh, you I just can't see her because you you can only get four. If you're on a phone, you can only see four. So Rebecca's so, here and Jerry's here. So I'm going to have you. Oh, really? Yeah, on oh, really? So do I need to get on my computer? Well, no, or I'm you sure. just slide to the next screen on your phone. Just slide it. Oh. There they are. <laughs> I'm like, where are my people? Okay, so if I, if I was on a computer, I would see all six of them. Thank you. Exactly. Okay. So okay. Um, 
um, I'm going to go to Rebecca first, and then I'm going to come to you, Dr. Tart. So, Rebecca, you're also, so we'll come back to this Ignite um, Possibilities book. We're going to talk a little bit more about igniting happiness. So, Rebecca, tell us who you are, and then what makes you happy? Yeah, um, well, I'm Rebecca Blessed, and I am the founder of Positive Thinking Revolution. And um, what makes me happy is helping people be successful, helping them align to their truth and be who they're supposed to be in the world. And I used to do that as a master educator, and I would help those kids, um, especially the ones who had the most trouble with life. Like I was really good at like turning around their happiness. So they felt happy, they felt positive. They believed in themselves. And now I do it for adults. Mm, I love that. And we're going to talk, we're going to get really down into the, the, the dirt of it here in a minute. I'm starting high level. But this show is really about how do you bridge the gap between knowing a thing and doing a thing? How do you bridge a gap between wanting to be happy and just not being happy? How do you bridge the gap between, you know, igniting those true possibilities? Some people don't even believe that happiness is, 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 is for them, is in, is in their, um, that they deserve happiness. And so that's why I invited Dr. Jerry Bird Tart. We had to bring a professional on who can talk to people who, I got lucky. I have like this, this happiness gene that is, it is like, it's one of my core values. Peace, happiness is just joy is one of my things. Unfortunately, I have a bad memory for negative things. And I, I actually am a happiness coach for a reason. It's because I can find something positive in anything that happens. So Dr. Jerry Burchart, I want you to also introduce yourself. And before we get any of us to help other people, tell me what makes you happy. Well, hello everybody, it's great to be here. And my name is Jerry Birch Tart, and I am a psychotherapist. Have been for the last um, 20 years in private practice. Been in the in the arena for more than 40. So that's really fantastic for me. The things that make me happy, I I, I there's a scripture that tells me that God um, started a good work in me, and He's faithful to complete it. And that makes me happy to know that I'm not done yet. There's a lot, mm. a lot that I can do and what I love to do. And it really is what I really love to do is to be a psychotherapist. That's since I was 16. So when I am working with my clients and those that are really struggling and uh, to Tracy and Rebecca, I could, I feel you ladies. I understand <laughs> where you're coming from. Okay. And it is, it is an ab ab absolute joy to have someone come in your office and they're struggling and they're hurting. And as uh, Tracy we, uh, alluded to a moment ago, when people just don't know that they're, that the, how to get to that point of happiness and it's your effort um, that we put forth together, it's a joint effort, collaborative and we work through difficulties and we use positive psychology, uh, uh, Be Becky, if I may call you that. Okay, we, we use positive psychology. I'm not a, a um, a, a, a um, therapist that can take care of their concerns in an hour like you, Tracy, but we do some really hard work in terms of getting them there. And that is absolutely fantastic. Helping them to understand that the goal is theirs. You know, my, one of my favorite sayings is think about what you're thinking about and we move forward from there. Okay. There you go. I love it. So I see Rebecca nodding <laughs> feverishly <laughs> what 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 did dr jerry Burtart say to make you say mm -hmm. we call that the amen corner in the south yes. mm -hmm. just so that you know that's the amen corner mm -hmm. so <laughs> what 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 when she said think about what you're thinking about it's all about what you're thinking about it's it, it's what you're thinking about it creates your life um and most of not most of us but a lot of us have a bunch of negative thoughts just you know, going around and around in our heads and we're not even aware of it. I'm giving an amen on that. I, I just yeah. flipped back to you, Che. I see all the heads are nodding. So tell me more, ladies. So what, what I love about this is in this book, Ignite Happiness, there's how many, 35 different women? More than 35 that. I think different... there's almost 40. Mm -hmm. And it's not even just women, it's women and men, right? It's, it's and, and teenagers, really oh, amazing mm -hmm. teenagers too. I heard some of the teen stories. I was so impressed. So we have 35 individuals, male, female, all ages, who are writing about happiness, how to ignite happiness, how they ignited happiness in their lives. And what I love about it is every story is totally different. 
but there are some themes there's some silver threads that seem mm. to permeate throughout and so whenever i hear see our heads nodding i'm going to come back to those because <laughs> this show is really this bigger than me concept i say we use technology community and positive psychology to help good people do great things we tell mm -hmm. stories, we share wisdom, we elevate expectations. I say that all the time, but it's critical that we elevate expectations, that we clarify happiness is yours for the taking. So when you said, think about what you're thinking about, Stacey, what, what, what would you like to say about that? Look, it all starts with awareness. It all starts with awareness. If you don't have self-awareness as to all of those crazy, we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, 59,999 are negative and I'm, I'm so, you know, ugly and fat and not smart enough and she's prettier or I can never do that. Like all of those things are wiring our brain. Um, and we need to rewire it. And the only way you can is to start noticing what you're saying to yourself about yourself and about other people too. I think as soon as you recognize that you start judging other people too, because you don't, we use judgment as a way to, you know, get a little bit higher. Oh, I'm a little bit lower than that person. So I'm going to go find somebody I can be a little bit higher than, but if we stop judging ourselves, sorry, apparently does not know how to open a bag of chips and neither does his dad. Sorry. All good. So I'm going to, I'm going to go on mute and let somebody okay. else. This is, this is COVID corner here. <laughs> I um, love it. So Tracy, I saw you nodding as well. What Dr. Jerry Bertart said, we all kind of agree. Think about what you think about. Why is that so important? Oh my God, where to start, right? It's critical. It's absolutely huge because everything that programs us comes from our own words. Absolutely. Our own words. And it's it's even people always come to me thinking it's their experiences in life. It's the terrible things that have happened to them, the things that have let them down, the people that have let them down. It's actually very much less about the things that have happened to you, very much more about what do you say to yourself about them? It's the inner dialogue. And Absolutely. that's what creates the belief systems. And I explained to everybody about this three-step process, which is so critical. And this is why I kind of nail it all down in, uh, and I have to say, Jerry, you're right. A, a session of one hour is, is a very tough ask, right? Mm -hmm. uh, a session with me is more like four hours. Right? It's <laughs> a big long thing, that. right? Yeah. But I teach people how to rewire, how to program, reprogram, their own mind, because you've got to program the conscious mind for success and the subconscious mind. And when you're programming in the great language into your conscious mind all day, every day, and it becomes natural, you're programming in happiness. And when mm -hmm. you root it in with some great, for example, hypnosis, as I would do into the subconscious mind, you've got a meeting of minds within yourself and you're singing off the same hymn sheet. Mm -hmm. But this three-step process to understanding the, the, the criticality of those words is so important. And it starts with the first step, realizing that my words create my programming. Mm -hmm. My yeah. words, not what somebody says to me, no matter how bad they might be to me. It's not about what they say to me. It's what I say to me about me. I can say it out loud. I might be thinking it, but my own words create my own programming. That's step one. So if I change the words, I change everything. Step two results from step one, which is a change in what I believe and in what I do. But that can only happen when the words exist first. And when I have changed what I believe and what I do, it results in step three, which is a change in my feelings. And that fuels more words. And it, this is a cycle which is completely proven and it works all the time. And yeah. it's up to me whether I'm programming in healthy, good words or negative words and depending on what i'm programming in i will always get beliefs actions that match and feelings that match mm, dr todd i heard i heard you i heard you your amen corner what do you have to say about that so i got step one two and three step one so we're going to talk we're going to break it down and just go step by step because i heard each of you saying something heads nodding and everything so step one tracy you said i'm taking notes of course but step one tracy you said it, it relates to um the words Right. Change the words and you can change. Repeat step one for me, Tracy. Absolutely. So step one is my words are my programming. And therefore, if I'm programming in 
negative words, it creates negative programming, negative beliefs, negative actions, negative feelings, because it has to be programmed in your, your mind is basically like a computer and it can only run on the programming that you provide it with. I love it. So Dr. Tart, now you, this, this, we're going to have each of you respond to this because I'm going to challenge it because, you know, people that are listening and going to be watching this re- replay are going to be like, that sounds so good. Those are some happy little ladies who, good. thank God for them. Good for them. Good for you that you're happy. I just want to point out that I yes. was not born with the happy gene. So well, that's, I- what I, that's, that's where I want to go with this, Stacey. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> where I want to go with this. We're... Yes, we're, we're, it's not like we haven't had traumatic things happen. So go ahead, Stacey, sorry for interrupting you. So go ahead and tell us and I then we'll come back miserable. to Dr. I was a miserable in high school. I was really nerdy, gawky. No boys ever liked me. I was the wallflower. I was the one on the side of the dance when, when there was a big dance going on. I was the one on the side of the wall when they were playing Stairway to Heaven and thinking, why does this song have to be so long? You know, I don't know if anybody else remembers that, but I was like, God, this is the longest song in the world. Everybody happily dancing. Dancing. Anyway, so I, I, I was, I, I, I was actually suicidal in high school. I actually was, you wouldn't believe it about me. I know people who like know me now, it's just all the work I've done. Um, there was six months in my life where I had such anxiety. I was agoraphobic. I didn't leave my house. Um, get out of town. I know it, this work works. It, it just works and it can take time though. So that's why I say start now. Don't wait. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, wherever you So basically one of the messages of today is it doesn't matter where you are, what's going on in your life. Happiness is it's waiting for you. It is for you. It, it, it is. You have there are controllable things that you can do to be happy no matter what's happening. Can we all agree with that? Does anyone disagree with that? No, we agree. So Stacey, you, said, you said you were suicidal. There, there are tons of suicidal hotlines. We always talk about mental health and how important it is to get help. Mm-hmm. Um, you got help. How, like, how did you transition? And I'm going to come to you, Dr. Char, but how did you go from being feeling suicidal, feeling like nothing was working out for you to... Well, I was, yeah, I was very lucky because I had a lot of good support around me. I had good family that they knew about therapy. So I went into therapy. You got to have help. If you're that far down, um, it's quicksand and you need somebody to hand you, you know, the pole from the outside and calm you down and, and, and give you the tools that you need to get out um, and reach out, reach out for help. One million percent. Okay, anybody who has their phone computer handy, I'm in the sun, so I can't barely see what I'm doing here. Um, I'm just going with the flow here. Somebody find one of those suicide hotlines. Someone might be watching this. So let's just find some number or email address or something that we can share. If you know it off the top of your head, feel free to share. You just said get help. Mm-hmm. If you don't have someone around you, we're going to make sure we provide. Great idea. Great, Tracy. Resources. Mm-hmm. 1-800. This is, this is from... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Our wonderful program manager, 1-800, can you put it back up? 273, 273. I can't Eight, see it. 8255. Well, there you go. Say it one more time, someone consistently. Well, he took it Stacey. down now. Now, Stacey, well, now, now I don't have it. Now it's 1-800-273-8255. Reach oh, out because you would not believe the person you are on the other side of this. You would not believe the life that is on the other side of this. And this point, if you, and you don't have to be suicidal. You can also be stuck. You can also be sad. You can also hate your job. Any of those places where you're at, where it just doesn't feel good. That is the universe telling you that there is something better on the other side. And you have to trust all of us who've been in that same spot and who are now, you know, I don't even want to say on the other side because we don't all live in rainbows and unicorns, you know, and there's Disney cartoon blue jays landing on my shoulder all the time. The reality is, is that we all have human emotions. There's only two people that don't have human emotions. Those are dead people and psychopaths. And you don't want to be either of those. So, you know, so, so, so we're, you know, even though we have 
more joy and we're able to see it more and we're able to find it more it doesn't mean that we don't get stressed or angry it just doesn't last as long for us it's not as deep we don't take it as personally so and we and we and we're very intentional i have to use that word mm -hmm. we're very intentional about maintaining creating the happiness that we seek that we desire yeah. like we if what, what, you understand that i'm sitting outside in the sun next to a 6.5 foot tall lily because it brings me joy. It brings me joy, right? So Dr. Tart, talk to us real quick from a um, professional perspective. Um, if someone is stuck, Stacey just mentioned a few things. She just, she happened to have some extreme situations, but if you're stuck, if, if you're not feeling good, you're in the, I mean, right now we're in the middle of a pandemic, you've been laid off. You know, the, the, the life that you lived is no longer anywhere in sight. You're a graduate and you're like, oh my God, I don't have a job. There's lots of people that are feeling stuck. So I'm going to have each of you come back and say, you know, in this book, we tell our story, but then we also have these, these, these um, happiness action items, right? Mm -hmm. So we're yes. going to, we're going to each go around. I'm going to start with Dr. Tart. I'll come to you, Rebecca. I'll go back to uh, Tracy. Then I'll come back to Stacy. Um, happiness action items. So for those people who are stuck, what words of wisdom, what actions would you suggest that they take to try to move closer, to ignite happiness in their lives? Dr. Turk? Yes, um, thank you, uh, Tracy. One of the things that I would start with is it's, it is about uh, recognizing that there is something that's uncomfortable or that's going wrong or whatever. Uh, Stacy uh, said that she felt suicidal, but she also identified with anxiety. Um, depression and anxiety is very real. When we talk about those um, disorders, we understand that there's a chemical imbalance. And that takes us to a different place as it relates to getting that kind of help. Sometimes we need that kind of medical help in, in terms of um, getting us to a place where possibly we're stable and to, so that we can receive talk therapy because it's, it's a dual process. It's not just necessarily one-sided. There, there's a difference between just waking up on the wrong side of the bed and saying that I'm angry today or I don't feel well or you know I have a cold or whatever versus having a continual process of feeling as if you're in a dark hole and you can't get out and you can't uh, strive or you can't, you don't have the inclinations to get out of bed or take care of your normal hygienes or whatever. There is a, that indicates that there is a, an imbalance of some sort. And I would suggest very strongly that you get with your physician so that you can be medicated appropriately rather than to self-medicate, because sometimes that's what we think that we have to do in order to feel better. And it just lasts for a hot minute. And then we're back in that same situation. So in terms of what steps do you take? Um, Tracy, so Dr. Tart, let, me, let, me, let me pause you real quick, because what I love about what you just said is there are different degrees of stress and anxiety and, and, and bad feelings. We are all human, we're all gonna have those feelings. The question is, do you have coping mechanisms in place? Do you have strategies in place? And what you just said is sometimes there may be people who are just habitually in a space and they may need a different level of help. Now, right, now let's talk to those people. And I love what you just said. You basically said, get some help, find, you know, we gave you a hotline, you know, find some some help. But then there's more people probably than not are mm -hmm. dealing with situations right now in this middle of a pandemic, maybe they're laid off. Coping okay. mechanisms, strategies. Yes. Let's talk about that. But I love that you made a difference. And I think it's important for us to do to do so. Yes. And the some of the strategies because of the current circumstances, it's important to understand that we have coping mechanisms. We are survivors. We're here today. So there's something that we've gone through that can help us to get through this. So be intentional, as you just said a moment ago, uh, Tracy. Be specific. Write them down if you have to. You know, collaborate with a friend. Um, make priorities. Understand the things that, yes, these are things that maybe I can't do anymore or I can't certainly do with the same level of, 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 in, of intentions that I've done before, but what can I do? So that, that's the one point that I want to make. Look at what you can do. You know, um, Stacy was talking about how she plays with her children and they do fun things. There are, um, words can raise our level of um, 
it can raise our level of happiness. It can raise our level of serotonin. That's the word that I was looking for. So thinking of pretty beautiful things, you, you've said a couple of times, Tracy, that you're outside by your lily and how that how that brings you so much joy. And I would submit that your level of serotonin has been raised. So we want to look at positive kinds of things, positive thinking. We want to be deliberate. We want to not just focus on those things that we did two months, three months, four months ago. What did you do yesterday? What are you doing today? If, if you feel that sense of, of, of wanting to connect with somebody, why, why, what is that? Because that's happiness in some regard or the other, if you have an inclination to want to connect. So you wanna look at things that you can do. You wanna make your little lists. You wanna be stay hydrated. You wanna uh, uh, get as much rest as possible. You don't wanna self-medicate with alcohol and drugs and those kinds of things. You wanna touch base, you wanna laugh, you wanna laugh. Fine, laughter can really, really make a difference. So in just terms of just simple, and I, I, it may sound very, very simple, but in terms of things that we all can do, those are some of those things that we can do. You know, give somebody a hug that's in your household right now. Just just make, touch makes a difference. Soft touch, uh, positive touch, healthy touch. Those kinds of things can make a difference. I love it, I love it. Thank you so much. Rebecca, same question, same question for you. What advice would you give to people who just haven't found their way to ignite happiness? So much has changed in this world and they just, they're struggling. What advice would you share? Um, this is going to seem very simple, but there's a lot of research behind it. And I would recommend that you all have some sort of gratitude practice. And people are like, what? Like that seems too simple. But the thing is, is we have what's called the negativity bias. And it's something that um, kept us alive when we, when we lived in the tribes and there was a tiger out there. The people who noticed danger in their environment quickly lived, right? So it's still part of our genetic makeup. We've not evolved out of that. So your brain is actually wired to look for negativity, which is not good for your happiness. So you can interrupt that feedback loop by practicing gratitude. And there's a lot of research. And if you want to look up Robert Emmons, he's an expert on gratitude and he's done so much research on it and how effective it is about um, on raising people's happiness levels. I love it. I love that. So Thank a couple you so of much. things that people can do, sorry, because um, no, on, on the gratitude is yeah. um, write a letter to somebody, Robert mm -hmm. Evans. Um, I did a, um, I was on a, in a class with him and you can do a letter to somebody who did something really amazing for you and write it out in detail and how it made you feel and how it impacted your life and send it to them. The other thing, of course, is a journal or a jar um, or just waking up because I know people are going, I don't have a journal. I'm not going to take the time. Look, just wake up and before you open your eyes, say three things that you're grateful for. And, so. and I want to I want to add to this. This is something that, that you can do with your family. Get just go to the dollar store and get a journal get a bunch of markers, put it by, I don't know, the refrigerator, someplace where there's a lot of family traffic and you get to write like gratitude notes to each other. And children can write to parents, parents to the children. Love children it. To children. It's called a love book. And then at the end of the year, you can take it oh, and so have cute. it made into like the yearly, like love family book. It's really neat. I, I love it. that. And, it, and, and similarly, um, we were doing the same thing with sticky notes and post-it notes. So if you're in a house by yourself, you can write out 10 things, 20 things. It's so easy once you start doing it. And, and you basically get to put those things out there. Not only what you're going to do, but what are you grateful for right now? You may not have a job. You may not have um, any special loved one in your life. There may be a number of things that, you're, that, you, that you don't have in your life. But we're going to, like Dr. Tart said, think about what you're thinking about. If you focus on the positive, you will elevate, you create more of it, right? Whatever you focus on, thoughts become things. So mm -hmm. basically this idea of documenting them. I like the sticky notes idea because basically you can put them all over. You can put them in the kitchen. You can put them in the bathroom mirror. But basically, you know, you get to perpetuate joy, right? And when if you forget for a moment, then they're there for you. They're just visibly there. Um, Stacey, you're nodding your head. And Tracy, I know you had something to say as well. Advice. I just, I just, I just came up with an idea and I'm so excited yes. now because of what Rebecca said. <laughs> Thank you. I am going to put a big, I'm mean, going to put a big poster board or big sheet of paper on the door to the garage because that's what we use to go in and out. And every time we use that door, somebody has to stop to do something, yep. like write a note or do something gratitude. That is just, awesome. You know, just the pause, the pause alone is going to help you rewire and to think, oh, you know, and, and 
Yeah, I'm totally doing that. So hold me accountable. I, I love that. it. Uh, and the other word that I love, I wrote about this in my my chapter in, in Ignite Happiness is that concept of pausing, right? And I heard several of you mention this concept of interrupting, like thoughts, interrupting a pattern that might have served us during survival mode, you know, uh, but right now when a thought comes in your mind, I call it a bigger than me moment, right? You get to decide in that moment what you're gonna focus on. You get to pause. And what's also proven from a research perspective, being positive, thinking about gratitude is, is important, but breathing, breathing, like taking four slow inhales and four slow exhales, right? It's like you bring control back, back to your prefrontal cortex. So if that flight or fight feeling is happening, which, causes stress it's anxiety it's all those things just breathing allows you so if you if you're, you're struggling with this gratitude or if you're struggling with the pause the breathing four in and then four out pause and then four in very slow and four out you bring control back to your prefrontal cortex and you can write down five things and then five more and then maybe even ten more things that you're grateful for miss tracy i saw you i saw you uh your head nod with affirmation. Ah, I was getting my happy on there hearing all of that. <laughs> God, yes, um, for sure. Um, you're really you're you're reading all of my notes from all of my work there. <laughs> um, one of the the first things that I get people to do when when they come to me with with a lot of uh, anxiety, for example, is to learn to breathe properly and to learn mm. to recover yourself in situations by learning how to breathe and very similar to what you're saying Tracy I just get them to hold the breath so I you breathe in for a count of four or five completely fill the lungs hold it for the same count of four or five and then push everything out for that count of four or five and when you do a cycle of about five breaths of that you have to feel calmer you always feel calmer that's one I, I love immediate that you said, thing have to have to it mm -hmm. is research has proven mm -hmm. you have to yeah. you must if you do exactly what she said it is so true it research it's a for physiological decades. change yes physiologically right right um, so every 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 head is, is before you move on does anyone have anything else to yes. i hear both of you guys speaking yes, yes. real quick yeah, it's a physiological change. You have two, well, you have three neural systems, but you're either in that it's called the parasympathetic or the sympathetic. Absolutely. And one is the fight or flight mode, right? And your brain, you cannot think. You, you, you're, you're ready to run or freeze. In the sympathetic, you're healing, you're calm, and you can force yourself into it by the breathing. And your body thinks that that's the you just drop into your sympathetic nervous system. Mm -hmm. It is physiological. You and yeah, and it's by breathing. Yes, Dr. Tuck, what do you got to say about that? With what I was about to you. say, with yes. what you just said right there, one is a teachable moment and one is a survival. So the, that sympathetic moment, that's 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 a teachable moment when we're in the Paracin. That is not. We can't. We, it is fight, yeah. fight, or free. So we can't and think it, it. We want to survive. So we recognize that if we're wanting to be in that teachable moment and that physiological change that we're talking about, that's when, when we can get there, when we can calm down, when we can hear not only what we're thinking, but whatever it is that we've, been, we've perceived to be dangerous. And we recognize mm. it's not that. That's it. So people, are you getting these practical, practical tips? And ladies, to and through our book launching, I'm gonna be bringing you guys on. You can welcome anytime. We're gonna make sure we're gonna continue this conversation. We are more than, we have 15 minutes left. Can you believe it? Yes, I know. So Tracy, go ahead and finish what you were gonna say. You mentioned the parasympathetic, yes, so please. Continue. Yeah. So there's another very, very quick, wonderful uh, approach when you really want to feel a heightened sense of confidence uh, because confidence can take us anywhere. Right. So another quick thing that you can do, whether you're in work and struggling to speak up in a meeting, whether you're having a difficult conversation with somebody, whatever the situation is, take yourself somewhere, go to the go to the bathroom. Right. Go anywhere. You can just be on your own for a moment and just allow your body to open up and you do it just simply by standing with your feet rooted on the ground at shoulder width apart stand straight and just allow you we all know of that thing of people say of pulling the thread up that pulls you up right the way through your spine up through your head pull yourself up to your full height and feel that thread pulling your spine and your neck and your head high 
open up your arms wide, 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 and just stand there with your chest barreled out and your arms wide and hold yourself completely wide in your body language for a minute. And then just relax your body down again and you will find a huge change to your posture, to how you feel, to what you think you're capable of doing. And you can always survive that moment that you felt was just insurmountable. I, I love that. And then there's several books that have been out that uh, focus on, you know, kind of that Wonder Woman pose, hands on the hips, you know, chest out. I see all heads nodding as well. <laughs> it's so true. It is all so true. So isn't it amazing that, ladies, we clearly did not plan this call, right? I mean, I just said, hey, ladies, you want to join me on my show? We're going to talk about happiness. So it's interesting that we're all like landing on these common themes. I knew we would because mm -hmm. that's just kind of how truth the truth is the truth, right? When 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 there's a when there's like you said, like minds and like intentions. Our goal is to help people to live their best lives. I love this. I love this. Um, we have 13 minutes left. Um, in that time, what I'm going to ask each of you to do is: Is there any particular lesson learned? Because I think. Again, we sound like a little bit too happy, I have to admit. Mm -hmm. We're some happy ladies. But I think it's important for us to do like a two-minute worst time, best time, right? Like, let's clarify that we're not, we haven't always been happy, right? There's some things that have happened in our lives where it could have been the worst time. We turned it into the best time. And what did you do in that moment? Does anyone want to share first? I will. <laughs> yes. Is that Tracy? Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. Rebecca. So um, I was born a happy child. And then there was a time where I was not happy at all. And I would say severely depressed now looking back on it. And it um, kind of all culminated at the same time. But my school was going through a strike and we were painted as criminals, basically these horrible people. And then I was going through a, a divorce at the same time. So at the, uh, some pretty heavy things going on in my life. And I, I remember just wanting it to be over. Like I didn't want to keep mm. doing this. It was so painful that I was like, I just want out. Right. And um, obviously I'm still here, but yeah, just did you, did really, you say, did you actually say those yeah, words or you thought those words? I really? Said, <laughs> like this is some I, shenanigans. Done, I want out. Wow. Like, out of life. Like I want out. Yeah. It was just so much to deal with. Right. Uh, but I did know that because I had been happy before. So I knew that what it was like. And I knew that, um, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to figure this out. Like, what do I need to do to get back there? And um, because I really do believe that we create our own happiness. Happiness comes from within, not without. And if you're looking for your happiness on the outside, you're really going to be struggling. You really will because always. life has challenges. It always has challenges. It's Absolutely. never going to be like, you know, butterflies and unicorns, right? And so you have to, and you're responsible for creating your own happiness. And that's what I did. That's how I got out of that, that spot. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you a little bit more accountable for that description. I love it, and I agree 150. percent You said you held yourself, you 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 created your own happiness from the inside out. You held yourself responsible and accountable for that. How, Rebecca? This show is about. <laughs> come on now, you got to break it down a little bit more than that. Bridging the gap between knowing yeah, the thing yeah. and doing the well, thing sounds it, great. Started, so what if I'm, I'm a, in the middle? Of, yeah. Go ahead. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a, well, I had um, a lot of background in like helping other people get out of it. And I went back to that and oh. to what I knew, like, and what I knew. So I, I did it for kids. And so what I know, what I knew was what I said to them. I knew it was what they believed about themselves. I knew it was about their words. And so I really dove into the research and the courses and it really is scientific. When they talk about manifesting, it is your words. It is your thoughts. Yeah. It is what you're saying to yourself. It is what you're thinking. And if you can become aware of that, and it's especially what you're saying after the words I am. What do you say after the words I am? I'm what? I'm always late. I'm unhealthy. I can never lose weight. What are you saying? Um, and I really, really became very consistent in my gratitude journal, 
and making sure that, you know, I was exercising, I was drinking water. I mean, all the stuff that you do. And then what I was saying, I was very, very consistent and very like, um, very aware about what I was saying at all times and really trying to, not trying to, I did interrupt that feedback loop that I gotten into, you know, cause I was feeling that I wasn't worthy, right? I'm going through this divorce, I, you know, my, 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 you know, I'm this bad person because now I'm on strike. And I, and what had happened was my self identity and what I was saying to myself had changed, which is what had dropped me into that depression. Wow. I love it. So ladies, yeah. okay. Listen here. Anyone who can stay longer, I have another, I was going to do something for my second show. Dr. Tart was going to join me for a different conversation. We're going to continue a happiness conversation. I'm feeling this more than you can know. We're not going to do the other conversation. We're, we're going to have to take a station break at three o'clock in the middle in, in like nine minutes, but I'm going to continue. So anyone who wants to stay on, we're going to continue this conversation because I'm so loving this and I don't want to break up the rhythm and the flow. So just, just putting it out there and we'll decide in the middle. You don't have to make a commitment now. But Dr. Tart, in our last eight minutes of this particular show, what she just said is beautiful. Did you hear what she said? She I knew <laughs> she had been happy before. She knew that it was about the thoughts and the words because we can know a thing and still not do a thing. Then she went on to say, Stacy, I mean, Rebecca, you said it's what you say after I am. So now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you a little bit more to the feet to the fire. What did you say after I am? And then Dr. Tart, I'm going to ask you, what do you recommend people say after I am? What did you say, Rebecca, specifically? I am what? And you were consistent well, when with the I journal. was depressed, I was saying, like, I'm not worthy. Like, how did I get here? I, I'm not loved. I, 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 you know, I'm not wanted. Like, these are the things that I was saying. And then I changed that to, like, I am loved. I am worthy. Mm -hmm. I love myself. You know, I'm healthy. I'm helpful. You know, I mean, just what was true. Because, I mean, we all are people um, naturally want to love and help other people. Right. We all do. Mm. And, um, and that's, how, that's how we're born. I mean, we came from love. We are love. We're going back there. Right. And I really right. believe that. Right. That and so like, beautiful. Yeah. So I just started changing like what, what I knew about myself to be true. And that's what I started saying. And I'm a good mom, right? I'm a good mom. I'm a good teacher. I I'm a good person. I love people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love it. I love it. Dr. Tart, please. Yes. Um, Rebecca, and I can understand where you're coming from because we do, going back to what we were saying early on when we first started in terms of what messages are we sending ourselves? And Tracy, you just said, so how do you, how do you make that, 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 close well, that gap? Well, One of the yes. things, oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, yes. That, that, that mantra, as it were, I am, I, when I was in uh, under, uh, graduate school, um, I was introduced to Louise Hay and one of her mantras was, I am loving and I am lovable. I am worthy and I am deserving of all good. So do you believe that? Oh, those are beautiful words, but how do, how do you put them into action? And I can remember when I was at that time in my life when I felt broken as a result of a divorce or going through a job change or whatever. So I love hats. I absolutely love hats. I love long skirts. So I went to a place where I could wear my hats and my long skirts and I looked at people and I love people. And I did those things that were absolutely fun for me. Loving myself was an, it was an action. It was a go-do. It was a must-do, as it were. I had three kids that I wanted to show through three sons at that. And I wanted to show them how to love themselves. So it was about taking that action. And we would go on road trips and we would do, we physically did things. We did things together. We said nice things to each other. There were certain words that were not allowed for, uh, for them, them to say to each other as brothers or whatever. We wanted to absolutely practice those things that we said that we were. If we were lovable, then act lovable. If we were loving, then be loving. Okay, be, be prepared and ready to receive love. Don't, uh, and if someone said something that was maybe a person of authority or whatever, whether you could say it aloud and if you could, then say that's your opinion because indeed that was what it was. That doesn't necessarily mean that it was my opinion. So the action closing that gap was to say, mm. I choose not to be depressed. I'm not depressed. I am lovable and love. I'm worthy of all good. Okay. So how, what does all good look like? So it was making that uh, intentional effort to go and show myself what it is to be loved in the way that I wanted to be loved. And, and you draw wow. that thing to you when you can show it to yourself. Wow, that, that we got five minutes left, ladies. I cannot believe fastest hour of my life. Hopefully you both can stay. Uh, it, it, 
again, we're going to be focused on the actions that people can take to be happy. Like I said, we can't get it all in one hour, so I'm going to make the next hour about the same topic. We're not going to go to the new topic. But Tracy Stone, um, and then I'm going to come to you, Stacey. Stacey, I think the whole concept of parenting and what you do with that space is going to be really important to you. I don't know if you can stay over, but if you can, I would love to have you because I do want to get there because a lot of parents are freaking out because they have to have their kids at home. So we got to go a little deeper on that one. So Tracy Stone, are you going to be able to stay a I little will. longer? I will, my darling, for you. Then, 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 then it's one if we got four minutes left. And he's probably going to make me end a little bit early. So then what I'm going to ask you guys to do so we can close this this particular segment out in, in love and then we'll just start fresh and I won't have you go into a deeper story. We're going to have each of you say those loving words of wisdom to anyone who's watching. Our topic today is we got two minutes to go. So you each got 30 seconds and I'll be silent. How to welcome joy and pure bliss into your life. Stacy, we'll start with you. Right, right on your mirror, your bathroom mirror. I am enough. And tell yourself that every day, every morning, every okay. night. Absolutely. That's Jerry, awesome. you're up. Yeah, Jerry. <laughs> and under, right underneath that, right, I am loving and lovable. Love it. There you go. I love it. Either Tracy or Rebecca. Um, I do a meditation and what I do is I say, I love myself on the inhale and I say, and I choose myself on the exhale. Oh, see, nothing. <laughs> I love it. Tracy Stone, can you top that? No, I can, my girl. <laughs> choice, find choice. Oh, excellent. There is choice in everything, no matter what situation you're in, you find a choice. Okay, ladies, I got to tell you, we're going to spend our next hour, we're going to start here, and we're going to work backwards, because it sounds great, but what I heard you say was, right on your bathroom mirror, I am enough. Stacy. that's deep, that's beautiful, we're coming back to that. Dr. Tart, you said, I am loving, and I am lovable. Absolutely. We're going to go deeper, deeper on that one, too, because I know we all got something to say, he said one minute. Then I heard you, Rebecca, say, do a meditation. I love myself, I and choose I choose myself. myself. That's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, we have to come back to that. How many of you meditate? So we're going to talk about meditation. Do you? So we also we'll talk about meditation as well. And then, oh my goodness, find choice. There's choice in everything. I love that. Choose joy. So we're going to go into that deeper as well. I am so grateful. This is Tracy Harrell. This is our one of bigger than me, and we're going to continue an hour or two, so stay with us. From three to four, we're gonna talk about igniting happiness. We do have a book coming out, as you can see. It's called Ignite Happiness, but every day, our life is about helping each of you to find joy. So join us, Ignite Happiness.